in a galaxy where species daily fight for survival, where fortunes are made or lost by the placement of a seismic charge, where empires crumble and pirates prowl, endlessly searching for prey, where the fuelists are rescued and the helpless ganked. Into this battlefield comes a new breed of hero, a band of quiet, unassuming champions, contented to work together towards a common goal, determined to bring happiness to a very special spaniel, seeking no reward other than the companionship of their fellows, and the warm feeling that a hold full of void opals can bring. These paragons are the Hutton Truckers, Mighty warriors, each clad only in a loincloth that they have fashioned from Thargoid skin, torn from the enemy with their bare hands, brandishing a multi-cannon under each arm, a cheap cheroot in their mouth, standing tall as they stride majestically towards their ship. These are the true guardians. These are the beings that will save humanity. Now, that's all for tonight, children. I'll read another chapter tomorrow. Close your eyes and dream of the truckers as Daddy whispers their battle cry. Are you sitting comfortably? Our mics are live. Good evening, truckers. Harry Balzac sitting on the desk and ready to roll. Um, you are going to wipe that down before you leave the studio, aren't you? Anyway, it's us again with some news. I'm Rudolf Hucker. I'm Norvus Luckers, except when I'm not, and then I'm flossy. It's all a little confusing, but I'm here. I would have my finger on the pulse, but it's broken, so I've got my eye on things instead. I'm Lou. I'm sitting as far away from the pan as I can, just in case. And now, on with the headlines. Hutton, congratulations, as delivery completed on time. Enthusiastic, gymnastic, fantastic event causes drastic, stochastic, pyroclastic display. Ball polishers descend on bento in preparation. Want to have your cake and eat it? Double trouble as one size fits all. Atrus 5060 shows he won't be defeated. No cursing at the incursions. Hack Swing updates us on their fierce Hutton frontage. Lou's back this week and he's some big boots to fill. Talking of fierce frontages, Norma's got some news on her initiative. There are many momentous occasions in a commander's life. The first time they launched on their own after their training missions, their first Earth-like discovery, that joy of an elite rank or the smell of a freshly delivered new Lacon. But for one long-standing Hutton commander, he's added a new achievement to his pilot's logbook. 
Yes, Commander Van announced last night that due to hard work by Mrs. Van over the last nine months, and particularly over the last 24 hours, he was finally handed his second co-pilot in training. Whilst his active involvement in this process may have been a long time ago, he's an old hand at the next stage now, which involves beaming into the camera whilst holding up the new arrival, congratulating his long-suffering flight prevention officer and remembering exactly how bad sleep deprivation actually is at causing mods. Here at Hutton, we're delighted on his behalf and would like to wish the family every congratulations. Oh, and we've heard that Hutton coffee is excellent for keeping you awake on those long nights. Of our four commanders who are traversing the galaxy for a mysterious Raxler-related reason, three came close to a record for the number of simultaneous ship destructions on the surface of a planet this week, when an unfortunate coincidence of timing meant that their interplanetary Ubers all turned up at once. Having landed on a planet earlier that day near Ericsson's star, they all decided to go and stretch their space legs. Or rather, since they don't have any space legs, they decided to pretend it's the 20th century, it's Sunday, and just go for a drive. After spending some little time admiring the various rocks and dust, gulping at just how dark it is out there a long way from civilization, they decided it was time to go back for our tea, and all blew their space dog whistles for their ships. Unfortunately, our space-happy commanders, perhaps a bit overconfident after Graham MK had survived an SRV landing at over 100 metres per second, twice, are much more used to exploring the surface of planets by themselves, so had failed to take into account the terrain, how close the SRVs were to each other, and the cheap AI installed into their ships to control automated landing. The consequence was that three ships tried to land on the same spot, creating a tall, thin, inhuman pyramid and bathing, the and bathing the surrounding area in the angry glow from interacting shields. After having a word, or rather words, with their ships, mostly short Anglo-Saxon ones, they decided that losing their transport 55,000 light years from home was a silly idea and that they should do something about it. Commander Bam was issuing tiny little squeaking noises as his hull integrity sank to 50%. Commander Cully was left gasping for breath as he was sandwiched between the stacked anacondas and the planetary surface. With what he thought would be his last breath, he hissed, We found a log entry at... Redacted. In the dry... Brew region. Report back to base. Architect's desk. Remember? Oberon alive, barren rock and dust planes in all directions. <coughs> the frame, the frame, it survives. Luckily, the ships were dismissed and then recalled one at a time to the great relief of our intrepid travellers. They who run and fly away live to fly another day, south in this case. For those of you insane enough and possessing the ridiculous jump range required, Commander Overlight has kindly published a route to Ericsson Star on EDSM. We received this transmission for Alvin DeFear from the advanced scouts party. The second attempt has been made to thwart our plans. They hired thugs at the first target. 
The hired tugs at the first target failed to scare us off. They only reaffirmed our belief that we were on the right path. While scouting the second site on the ground, someone managed to hack three out of four of our ship's computers in orbit and interfere with the landing computers, as I'm sure you may have seen in the media. Disaster was only averted due to the sacrifice of Commander Guthwine, who managed to regain control of the landing computers as he tumbled down the mountain in his SRV before repurposing it as scrap metal. We believe we have traced the source of this attack to somewhere near Colonia and are going to see what we can uncover in the shadows. They cannot keep this hidden forever. For the mug! With the latest round of Pilots Federation's Vote With Your Feet choices over their latest upgrades over and done with, the clear favourite in the Make Things Go Zoom Boom versus make things go daka daka boom turns out to be the second one yes commanders throughout the galaxy fed up with switching their loadouts between die thargoid and i'm going to boil you up now have only the single choice to make unless of course you count the ammunition they have to load into it yes you now have a choice of clips and we don't mean dopey doggos versus cutesy kittens violently disemboweling their owners Yes, you can arm yourself with a weapon that lets you destroy Tharg the Mightiest Minions and then, as a push of a button, rearm yourself for a little weekend bounty hunting. Of course, you've got to find the materials to make them with. As there's a new weekly bus to Guardian Space, means you can change your mind week in, week out. Here at Hutton, we're a little disappointed that the larger and more destructive munitions weren't chosen as we liked a good bang, but we do understand that some of the younger commanders don't like taking time for a refresh and reload between sorties. They're just neck a can of something artificial and caffeine filled and get a right back to the job. After a 10 second wait, of course. In preparation for a party the likes of which hasn't been seen since Commander Fletch turned 50, or Ermintrude the Noob celebrated edging over his Kickstarter total for yet another year of shenanigans, the galaxy's foremost ball polishers have descended on the Bento system in preparation for next week's Big Balls delivery. Yes, more balls than you've ever seen are being tightly, carefully and gingerly packed in Hutton Apology Officer approved pirate-proof polystyrene panels after a jolly good spit and polish. With thousands of tons of these shiny mid-year disco balls being produced for the Dusty Bento Balls convoy and summer garden party, the station's full to the brim with balls of all colours and some of many. With this load of balls all prepared, the receiving station gators of the Dewan Dance Dust are grinding their latest party preparation in readiness for a laser-light disco ball and airborne dust combination that's sure to set off any party with a bang. Or it will if the dust is fine enough and there's a source of ignition. Pilot groups including Canon Interstellar, SAP Corps, the Hull Seals, Wolves of Janai and many others are putting the finishing touches to their toughest blockade runners, installing pirate-proof paneling and finalising the ship livery for their wings. A delegation from the EDC and Mobius are expected to arrive in the next week and Commander Kinrain of the good ship Special Effect is bringing his unique flight style to the party. If ships could dad dance, 
his would be toe tapping and wagging his elbows with the best of them. Any pilots not yet signed up for the convoy, you can put your rubber duck in touch with Hutton's pig pen and get at the latest on the bears in the air, pleating booking forms in triplicate, choosing your handle and giving us a loud 10-4 over the airwaves on the evening. The route is dangerous, the timer is relentless and of course the convoy lead broadcasters are clueless, which should lead to quite an interesting evening. It will be a balls to the wall, balls and all, free for all and everyone's invited. Good evening, truckers. Atrus5060 reporting in with the latest intel from the front lines of the Thargoid attacks. I've got updates from Canon, AXI and those crazy truckers over at Operation IDA. Or, or is it Operation Ida? I don't know. Last week's incursions in Oidigentia and I can't say that one, it begins with a G, were quickly cleared up by AXI and our very own Hackswing and allowed our valiant anti-Xeno pilots to go on successfully to defend Lockipee. Citizens of Lockipee rejoiced, yay, when Hacks and Allies arrived to reinforce the controlling faction EXO's efforts, EXO, efforts in thwarting the Thargoid attack in their system. However, with this good news, there's always some bad. The other five Eagle Eye systems reported last week are now under incursion by the Bug Menace, with local authorities, Aegis and the Pilots' Federation pulling a call out to all pilots able to assist in fighting off the attackers. Pilots are needed to evacuate civilians and fight off Thargoids in combat zones across Shokiyain, Apoya, Cretones, Pregyang and Gabia. The Thargoids even managed to sneak in an extra attack, oh how sneaky that is, under the radar in HIP 13173, where Ryman Orbital, I'm sure that used to be a shop, you know, sold staplers, remains on fire now for two weeks, and the Thargoids nowhere to be found for combat pilots to fend them off. Aegis, the useless organisation that it is, had this to say on the matter. It's not our fault, we didn't see it. We keep telling people if you see something, say something. Clearly passing the blame on to independent pilots. Thankfully, Aegis has managed to keep the Eagle Eye Network functioning. Yay! And the boffins over at Canon have determined the new targets for this week to be Dan. Dan? What did he do to deserve that? A Petes? A Basiosaur? bit like a dinosaur. Hip 30045, Throbalan and Tarret. Keep an eye out for orders from Hackswing. I think they're coming up soon on where combat pilots should be focusing their efforts this week. Finally, truckers, an update from our tracking brethren over at Operation IDA, or maybe even Operation Ida. Repairs on Fabian Terminal in Bad Bad Zist. I keep having to say that one. Wouldn't you hurry up and fix it? Bad Bad Zist. I Ikea Orbital. They've got lovely cabinets in Machatqua. Kuchiman City in HIP 16348. And Anderson Orbital in Palante have been completed. 
Oh, good. Operation IDA has been repairing stations in the bubble in record time now that supply lines are more plentiful compared to the Pleiades. Well, look at that. There's a great reason for Thargoids to invade here, so it's easy for us to fix it. Lovely. Their new focus will be to bring Gautier de Varenne's settlement, I think he's French, in Camulus back online. All those interested in hauling are asked to get in touch with your local Operation IDA or maybe even your Operation IDA representative to sign up. There's plenty of work out there to be done to fight off and repair the damage from the Thargoids, truckers. Get out there and show them what truckers can do. If for the mug. Incoming message from Hackscom. Hours. We seem to be having a little difficulty with our Hexwing report. We will return as soon as possible. Lou, please, can you enlighten us with the next item? Okay. In case you missed it, ladies and gentle truckers, and if you did, you're probably not the trucker who listens to this show, so obviously didn't. But just in case you did, we have taken Haghole. Yes, indeed, all of our efforts have been rewarded, with scores of truckers banging away at missions, the hordes of truckers pumping back and forth with passengers, the swathes of truckers whose throbbing weaponry bought billions of bounty drops, even the handful of sneaky truckers slipping quietly, uninvited, in through the back door with smuggled goods. All of you have given every last drop until the election reached that climactic moment when Messerschmitt was ours and we could finally unleash a torrent of expiration data into Haghole and thrust ahead, leaving Alvin standing proud, tail wagging imperiously over the new system. Fantastic work, truckers. We salute you all. Elsewhere, you know the drill. We are generally sitting comfortably, with the exception of Leeton 145-141, Wise 0845-0714, and LP 525-39, who all need dragging down a percent or two. There are rumours of an attack in Colonia, but with Eel Procol Centauri approaching 60%, and in Boom and Outbreak at the same time, we would advise a watching brief and keep in touch with King Hanky if you have data or bounties to drop. Truck those meds to clear the outbreak and settle things down. We have two important tasks for you truckers this week. Firstly, the EDF have muscled in on AVIC. They are aware this is not to be tolerated and have agreed not to fight their current war. But if you want to nip over and make damn sure they don't win it <coughs> by accident, then please fight for the independence of Mildeptu. But be aware there is only a single outpost with no repair facilities in the system. Sadly, sorry, secondly, we need to drop hot and boost independent AVIC free in piss flaps. As it's not enough that the amazing Commander Lenin has his own station, it needs to be a trucker station. So we are going to take it and place Alvin's statue in its rightful place at the centre of the docking bay and kick out those hideous updasts. Oh, 
And we have an urgent mission update from King Hanky. Okay, the Colonia report. System status. We are down 0.7% at 16.2% in tier, up 1.3% at 37.7% in Doriso, and pretty much level at 56.5% in Eel Procol Centauri. The priority missions are medical missions and medical passenger missions in Eel Procol Centauri. Standard missions, bounty hunting in Eel Procol Centauri or Doriso and handing in at Eel Procol Centauri. As always, buy low and sell high if you're trading and this time buy medicines in Ogmar and Tia to kick that outbreak out of the window. Expiration can be cast in at Eol Procol Centauri, but please do check in with King Hanky first, just in case. Special instructions have arrived. Any accidental killings <coughs> of like deer of Colonia ships will help, and Alvin has assured us he will turn a blind eye. Get to it, truckers, and for the mug. Norma, I think I got overexcited there. Can you take over while I go for a lie down? The first interstellar initiative, Bridging the Gap, has concluded with conflicts in the region now subsiding as the Victor Zendi Partners takes back control of the system and the guardian commodities within. As part of Zendi Partners' pledge to develop a new weapons module, they've finished developing the Advanced Multicannon, which is now available in outfitting at the Prospect. More on this later. And now, the Hatswing report has been retrieved from the paper shredder. Incoming message from Hackscom. Hours ago, Hackscom HQ was attacked on Revan Hub in Frigiang. We are moving our mobile HQ to the nearby Pilots Federation rescue ship. Passenger ships are needed to ferry civilian survivors to safety, so if you can, please head over to Revan Hub and help out. As far as AX combat operations, we're starting right here. Hackswing will operate in Frigiang and kick Tharg out like we've done so many weeks before. After that is accomplished, we'll be heading to the Eagle Eye 5 target system for Oalon. We'll hunt down the bugs scouting out that system and convince Tharg once again it isn't worth his time. If you need tips on AX combat, be sure to ask in the Hutton Facebook or Discord or head over to the Hackswing Facebook group. Don't forget that Tharg loses interest in a system when the snack tin is empty, so ferrying evacuees to rescue ships also helps out. Okay, truckers, let's mount up, fight hard, ferry money, and defend the mug. And Hackscom transmission. Defend the mug. Well, on that note, it's time for some others. Played vaguely in order by some professionals. Obviously not us. We've all been too busy to come up with a theme this week. But if you pay attention, maybe you can put one together linking all these tunes. Then tell your psychiatrist all about it. First tonight, fresh from an Earth-like hunt, it's Ian Brown with First World Problems. Gemini, you are going on a long journey. Your noxious farts will lay you low over the course of the day. You will get an offer of promotion when you are halfway through your journey. Take this. 
We don't need your smelly farts on Hutton Orbital. Oh, wow. I thought we'd caught you out there. Or did we? Da-da-dum. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Live from Studio 5 over here at the Orbital. Um, <clears throat> well, that was the news. That was the first tune. And as usual, we have a team here in the studio um, randomly reading words of the news you didn't know that you didn't need to know. And now that you know it, you don't know whether you did. Um, so I am joined in the studio by uh, Commander Palantir. Good evening. Who was telling us stories in a very bold and brash voice there at the start. I can be very butch when I try. And it was oh so manly. I do but, impressions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm leaving one in my seat at the moment, probably because I've had too many pies. Actually, I had hot sausage for lunch. Oh. Oh, I, went, I, I, went to, I went to a lovely pub called the Barley Mo, and um, yes, they, they, they listed um, these most glorious gourmet sausages, and uh, one of them was listed as you know, containing real chilli. What, real chilies? What, real, real chilies? And they said, no, no, this is really hot, you've got to be careful. I said, no, 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 I like chilies. I like hot, so I ate the hot sausage. And it wasn't very hot at all, but it was very meaty. So there you go. Um, right, um, so yes, uh, so Commander Palantir is here, and uh, I don't know why I just said that actually out loud. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling. I think I had too many Tic Tacs. That was it. Um, and we were also joined by Flossie. Hello, Flossie. Hello. Now, Flossie, you're poorly. Uh, yeah. Well, my part of me is yes. What, what, what did you do? Uh, which bit? Which bit's broken? My finger. Well, not broken as such, but, you know, it's not working properly. Well, it looked pretty broken in those pictures. I mean, crikey, the last thing I saw something that swollen and red. Crikey, I'm, um, I'm not going to go there. It. I'm uh, not going there. <laughs> the, the joint right at the base of my little finger um, got very painful. It's been coming on for a few weeks now. I thought it was just my mouse and changed to a trap ball, but nothing helped. Anyway, the last few days it got really bad and it started swelling up on my hand. <laughs> yeah, the palm of my hand first got a swelling and then the top of it yesterday. So I thought I'd better go and get it checked out. <laughs> and they, and they prescribed amp amputation? or uh... <laughs> Antibiotics and uh, painkillers and... Have told me to book a test for a blood test. Um, for okay, some some advice though. When 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 giving Robbie the finger for being rude, it's not supposed to be that one. That's probably what it is. <laughs> it's using the wrong one. Mm, yeah. But but you no. Know, well, I'm sorry to hear you, Polly. And mm. um, well, I, I hope you get better soon. I mean, obviously, you know, when when you're a fuel rat, your pinky is an important part of the toolkit. Well, yeah, I, I've not really been able to do much this last few days because I've, I can't, I couldn't use my mouse. I thought you had a hamster, but a mouse is similar to a hamster, I suppose. No, <laughs> oh, all right. Well, and so, are you getting plenty of TLC from Wrong Way? Oh yes, yeah. He, he, you know, he took me to the doctors and everything yesterday, and came with well, me. <laughs> this is just to remind everybody that this is what happens when you get mods. Mods is a debilitating condition. Mug ownership deficiency syndrome. You clearly have not been drinking from your hat and mug often enough, and now you've got swollen finger brought on by mods. <laughs> I'm going to get tested for gout. No, no, no. Mods, not gout. Mods. It's the more <laughs> painful one. Yeah, mods, definitely. No, I, I, th I thought I thought that gout thing was some kind of it was a Victorian Victorian illness, and you're not that old, Flossie. 
Well, believe it or not, my doctor thinks it might be gout, so... Goodness gracious me, gout brought on by mods. The things this condition can give you. But, of course, you need to cure it by having a mug of gin. Yeah, Neat. Definitely. Right. No watering it down with any of that ice nonsense. Just oh, chill no. your mug. No. Oh, no. No. Definitely neat. Yeah, so I'm oh, well, get, 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 better, get better soon, Flossie. And, and then, of course, sitting next to you, out of arm's reach, we've got Dead Meat GF. Good evening. Where's now, he... He was, yeah, he was that bad. He, he was impressive last week, wasn't he? Our stunt, our stunt dead to me. He's jolly good. Yes, I sometimes shy away from inviting him because he is scarily, scarily competent. Are you sure he's not from one of those other radio stations? You know, the the other ones that broadcast during the week. Uh, I believe he sometimes has cause to broadcast on the radio in the in the line of duty. <laughs> what red team? Go 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 go! That kind of thing. Yes. You know, weapons hot. No, it, um, no. I mean, it, it, without it sounding wrong, it was lovely to have him here last week. But it's nice to have you back. Thank you very much. Yes. I, and and I what, a... what, what, what were you up to? I mean, you know, what, what was your excuse? What's on the form that you sent over to Alvin that says, you know, dear sir, I'm going to be absent. Please don't kill me. It was un- unfortunate. Not unfortunate. It was. It was real life work duties. Um, we we drifted into the evening for a change. Okay, I but I made you off from that one. Yes, I made up for it by going out with a for a, a pint of curry with uh, Commander Fruity. You know, I've flown with Fruity many, many, many times. I never actually met Commander Fruity. I don't think. Well, did, did I? Has Fruity been to to a lavecon or whatever else? Have I have I actually met Fruity and don't remember? I'm not 100 percent sure, if I'm honest, because um, having met him outside of the lavecon, I can't remember if I've met him at lavecon as well. But yes, he's he's a wonderful chap, full of lovely Wasn't stories. Wasn't he a late meet? Oh goodness gracious me! If he was one of the ones I helped organise, and he oh my goodness, now I'm in trouble. I'm, not I'm, sure. I'm forgetting people. I'm forgetting people I've actually met. I'm sure I know Fruity, but the thing is, I you you, you speak to so many voices on here, and you're in Wings, and you do stuff, and then you meet them in real life, and then you forget they met them in real life, or maybe it's just old age. You, you never know. Oh no, he was in. Well, oh, there Fruity, we go. If you're listening, and you have met. Uh, our commander Van Teun, please pop in and we'll get an apology report done for him. <laughs> okay, I'm just, no. Apparently, he was over in Bristol. There you go. I'm, I'm sure I'd, I'd met Fruity somewhere, but um, apparently, he was over at the Bristol Elite Meet. Right, so I wasn't at the Bristol meet, Elite Meet. That's why I've not met him at a meet. But no, I mean, I know Fruity's great because I've done so much in game with Fruity and you know spoken to Fruity on comms and all sorts. So, and, and is Fruity coming to join us on the um, the convoy? Do you know. I'm not 100% sure he was wanting to, but I'm not sure he's got the uh, organisation sorted. Oh, the flight prevention officer? Yes. Ah, okay. Well, uh, well, hopefully Fruity will join me. It's been a long time since I last got into wing with uh, Commander Fruity, and uh, we actually have we have a fourth space free in, in our um, convoy bit. But we'll talk about convoy in a minute. Um, we've also got Commander Ventura here, who is on the magic button push. Now, Commander Ventura is sounding gloriously mellifluous now. I don't know what he's fixed, but you know the hoover that was bashing around his ankles, you know the little robot hoover thing and everything in previous previous weeks has been banished, and Ventura's sounding smooth as. Good evening, Ventura. Hello. How are we doing? You see, uh, that's lovely. I can, I, I can hear you without the hairdryer going for your lovely long locks. No, sometimes it's tumble dryer. I'm, I'm sitting in the kitchen, so, yeah. That's where I've been banished to by Alvin, so, yeah. Well, uh, thank you very much for um, doing the button pushing this evening. No problem, no problem. 
Talk to you later. And um, right, what have we got in the show this evening? So we've got a few things to talk about. Now, first things first, um, we've got news of a get-together. Well, the, the, the next... Uh, well, no, the second next. There's obviously a LaveCon in the summer, but then the, the one after that is um, Fantasticon, which uh, I think they've got about 22 hours left of their Kickstarter. Let me just call this up. Here we go. They've got, yes, 22 hours to go. And they are £1,100 short of their goal. And I think there's some people who, they always do this. They, they line it up just at the last minute to tip them over the edge. But um, so, yes, we will be finding out in the next day uh, whether their Kickstarter succeeded and all they need has been put in place for Fantastic on 2019, which is being held at the lovely Cleethorpe's Leisure Centre on the 17th and 18th of August. So there you go. Um, so if you haven't yet booked your tickets or you can get up to Cleethorpe's uh, that weekend, then yes, head to uh, kickstarter.com slash projects like Fantastic Books slash Fantasticon dash 2019. I'm sure there's a short link, but or just search for Fantasticon 2019 Kickstarter on the jolly old internet. You have 22 hours to back it. And if you want to pay for a ticket after that, I think it gets more expensive. So the best way to do it is to do it now. There you go. Anybody here going? Unfortunately not, no. No, sorry. Well, I know, I I think the Major General's going to be heading up there as well, as are plenty of Hutton Truckers, as are, oh, I think it's, I mean, it basically ought to be called Hammers of Slough Expo, I think, because they normally turn up en masse, don't they? Many, many, many hammers turn up. Um, But yeah, lots of people going, lots of people you recognise in the community, it's good fun. Uh, Buy a ticket, go. I think somebody from Frontier's going to be there, or one or two. And yeah, lots of people going. Yay. Yay! Right, um, so that's Fantasticon, and uh, what else have we got in here? Oh, we've got the Convoy. This is going great guns. We've got um, more wings signing up every single day, more groups coming to join us. Um, we've got more people on the Xbox than we've ever had. So the previous convoys we've had have been sort of a, a PC thing where we, we've uh, got lots of commanders together on, on the PCs and then the Xbox people have been jealous and muttering into their mugs. But this year, I think the Xbox contingent are going to be giving the PC lot a run for their money in terms of number of people turning up and wings. So it's actually being, uh, was originally originated, I think, by some of the Xbox team, the idea to run this one again. And they commandeered Commander Claire Helen to lend a hand and me to lend a hand. And yeah, we've been promoting it lots, getting wings together, getting ships together, telling people that there's going to be a plan, but we're not telling them what it is just yet. Just arrive at Bento with lots of balls. There you go. <laughs> Oh, a yeah. message from Commander Draxor. Apparently they're going to Fantasticon. And Simons. And and more people. Anyway, so yes, the convoy. Now, we, excuse me, talked about it for a few weeks. Now, um, Palantir, you didn't do a convoy yet, did you? No, I did not. I am very much looking forward to this one. Okay, so let me paint you a picture. So what happens on the Saturday is we all turn up um, in, well, not necessarily in open. It, we, we prefer to do it open, at least the convoy lead turn up in open, in wings. So what we're going to do during this week is put two people together in wings that aren't in wings. We're going to introduce you to each other. We're going to get you all on your friends lists. And we all turn up under the station guns, loaded to the brim with balls and then commander psycho cow who said he's going to be present and i will be in one wing on the um the pc contingent we're going to have um a wing leader we're going to nominate a wing leader but there's going to be a wing leader for the uh, xbox lot as well <clears throat> and hopefully we're going to have the xbox chit chat in here so that they can hear us and we can hear them 
and then we do a countdown from 10 and then we fly for the mug and then um we head to the first destination on the hint of go and then everybody realizes they're mass locked and then we fly out to the right dis distance and then we jump because we all forgot we were mass locked and we arrive at the first system and we hit the three minute timer and you've got three minutes to scoop get clear type in your next destination which we will call out live on air we'll broadcast in system chat because the system chat's a new thing we didn't have last time so people will be pasting it into the system chat so everybody can see it regardless of what mode they're in so you find your next destination, you scoop, you get clear, you dodge the pirates. Now, there might be pirates chasing us here, the, the NPCs after that juicy cargo, and you start hearing commanders saying, help, help, I'm being interdicted, at which point combat wings come in and stuff happens, and we've all got to get out of there. But the lead of the convoy carries on. So at the end of the three minutes, we hit three, two, one, jump, and everybody jumps, and we leave behind anybody who's having trouble because the convoy goes on regardless, and they have to catch up. When you arrive at the next system, you scoop again, and you evade the pirates, and then you count down your three-minute timer, you type in the next one, and we do that for 22 jumps, losing people all the way. We always do lose a few. I mean, last one, we lost the convoy leader, Ed Lewis. After about four or five jumps, when somebody jumped in, blew him to bits, and then he had um, the convoy went on without him. He had to go to a nearby station to buy something else to offer the pirates. I think he bought wine, and then came back with a cargo load of wine to rejoin the convoy. And we carry on to the destination, see how many of us survive and how many balls we can get to our destination uh, whilst under fire. And then we unload at the far end. Now, it is a small station at the far end, so we have to do some reverse teabagging at the far end. Do not Google Flossie reverse teabagging, please. <laughs> it will not end well, and your internet service provider may report you to the police. Mm -hmm. Don't tell... <laughs> don't, don't tell us... Yeah, okay. Reverse teabagging, which which involves, uh, yes, dropping the staff, rather than loading up by getting people to bring it in for you, you drop your staff, they scoop it, then they take it and drop it off for you, and then you get your wing vouchers. Now, we're going to be stopping at around the halfway stage for the hull seals, who are a bit like the fuel rats, but they do repairs as well as... Um, refuels i think we've got a few fuel rats with us um, but we've also got the hull seals they're the official rescue rescue party so we're dropping in halfway so anybody who's stuffed it into a star or taken some damage can get a repair and a bit of a refuel halfway now yes i know you could jump off to a station on route somewhere and repair yourself but it's not as much fun that way so it's much more fun to do sort of combat repairs over at our refuel point We'll take twice as long as that one, so we'll take probably six minutes there. Everybody gets refueled, you take a breather, you top up your drinks, and then you head on to the final destination. Now, important notes. Um, things that um, happen. Are we going to come under attack? Probably. Should I bring my most expensive ship that I can't afford to replace? No, that would be silly. Um, are horrible, insert G word, other pilots going to be with it? Well, they might be there, but the point is we start in the knowledge that people are probably going to try and nick our balls. And if you don't want people to nick your balls, then you can do it in private groups or solo. Um, the other questions are, um, uh, yes, about fuel loads and things. Are there anything unscoopable on route? Well, you never know. The route planners are dastardly. Are we crossing anarchies? Probably. Are there any Thargoids? Probably not. And then we that get we to the end. Of. That we know of, yes. I mean, you never know. They might decide to invade one of the systems on our route while we're there. Yeah, so basically, for the 
22 odd jumps we just jump have fun talk about it on TeamSpeak. so how we're coordinating this what we're going to have is in this team speak here probably in the live broadcast room or maybe a special wing room we're going to have the convoy lead and broadcasters which will be commander psychocow and me and the wing leaders um so we're not going to have everybody in one room because that gets a bit larry we're going to have the wing leaders in here and we're going to say to them right you know gold leader and say gold leader standing by red leader red leader standing by you know uh, rampant rabbit rampant rabbit jumping all over the place whatever and um we're going to call in with the wings and then if they need to drop out to a wing room and you'll actually see in this team speak for those of you in here in the green room if you look through the glass there are rooms for wings so if they need to leave the room and go down to their wing to help out with stuff they can do there is actually going to be a room dedicated to repairs and refueling where there is going to be an itinerant hull seal hopefully who you can run into there and go help i'm broken fix me and they have a procedure and they will come and find you and fix you <clears throat> and then you can rejoin the convoy so we've done this before and it's all well organized now the the xbox people we're going to have a liaison officer who's going to be apparently i've never done this on xbox but apparently there's a, a chat like a voice chat thing flossy you're, you're an xboxy person mm. there, there's a voice chat isn't there that they can chat on as well as this team speak I believe so, yes. I've never yep. actually managed it yet. <laughs> so they're all going to be in each other's friends lists and trying to organise that before the convoy starts so they can talk to each other. There'll be a liaison officer, hopefully, who can hear the team speak as well, who can liaise with them. And we're going to have the um, green room feed going to a room which contains the chit-chat feed to them so they can hear the convoy lead from us. But your worst case, you can tune into Hutton Orbital Radio, which you're hopefully tuned into at the moment, unless you're listening on podcast, in which case you missed it and it's now Sunday. <clears throat> but um, yes, you can listen live and you'll be a, you know, a few seconds behind. I think it's about 20 seconds behind, isn't it, Mr. Ventura? Yes. Okay, so you'll be about 20 seconds behind, which means the convoy will jump and then you'll be left to the mercy of the pirates if you're just listening on the radio. But you can listen on the radio station and you can watch the broadcast and the convoy lead on tv.forthemug.com. Um, we are hoping to have quite a few streamers going, so the remote control is going to be programmed with many, many people on the streams. Um, watch out for pirates. So there you go, Mr. Palantir. I Did feel you... myself completely briefed now. Did you take notes? Yes, I uh, C sharp and F. Excellent. Right. Now, there is a question, but but um, how are we going to get the route? So what we're going to do, to select individuals like wing leaders, we're going to release the route next Thursday. So during the show, we're actually going to release the route to the wing leaders as best we can. So they've got time to get ready and look at the route. The reason we release it so late is so that none of them can sell it to the pirates. So they can't ambush us. They know where we're starting. They know where we're going. But the route in between is, is secret up till next Thursday. Well, that's, there's not enough time to plan anything in between there, surely. No, definitely no ambushes or anything. You not get them to so, the, yes, you... Do you not get them to say oh, go ahead. NDA? No? Oh, that, they don't work, as has been proven on, on the Frontier forums <laughs> in the last few weeks. <clears throat> Leaks happen. Not that we talk about they them. They do anymore. at my age. Yeah, Tenor <laughs> yes. Man's a great product. Um, so I've heard, sorry. Um, right, so th th there's the convoy. Now, Flossie's done a convoy before. Yes. And um, did you get blown up? Um, I did. I did crash, I think. Um, I, I think that was the reversing into a star incident after the first jump, wasn't it? <laughs> I was new at fuel scooping on the first convoy. I've never um, fuel scooped days... before. <laughs> yeah, these days you are the expert, not just an expert, the expert. <laughs> Uh, and sorry, at, at fuel scooping, not at reversing into stars. Uh, well, yes, I quite 
got uh, fairly good at it now, yes. <laughs> and um, Commander Deadmeat, did you do the? You did the convoy. You did one of them, but not both. Yeah, just the one. Okay, and, and um, you might might be joining us. Or did, might be joining us, and in what kind of ship? I haven't even selected my ship yet, but I will be joining you. Well, there is a fourth space in the lead wing. I mean, you might as well paint a target on your backside if you join us, because we're going to be stream sniped and everything else, but we're going to be trying to survive it. I think we've got um, PBSF Ragnarok also is now available on PC and, and has volunteered to join the um, the broadcast wing with Cow and me. So I have a fourth space. I don't have wing yet. Uh, Flossie's not going. Oh, no, Flossie, we've volunteered you. You are going to be with Commander Kinrain and our very Am own I? pillbox. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> if you don't mind. No. But yes, I, I believe Flossie is making a third with, with Kinrain and Pillbox. Right. Which means they are as safe as houses now. Apparently Kinrain's <laughs> going armed and Pillbox has his ass in gear. So yes, um, so well, there you go. Well, well volunteered Flossie to look after Kinrain, who's been engineering apparently. All right, good. So if, if you are... Now, if you're listening in and your name is... Commander Wotherspoon, for instance, and you're out in the middle of nowhere exploring, does anybody have an idea how somebody out on Distant Worlds Lost could possibly get involved? Something beginning with M. I just explode and come back. Oh, no, you can't do that. No. Well, so, we heard that multi-crew slots will be available, so what we may be doing for one or two of the people who aren't in wings is volunteering them as multi-crew capable. At which point we're going to open it up to people out on Distant Worlds Two. I think I think Commander Drake Duran was possibly um, possibly suggesting. Or was it Drake Duran who was saying I might or might not be back? I can't remember. But somebody was saying they might not be back. So yes, we're going to be opening up one or two of the orphans in there um, to be multi-crew capable. Uh, which means somebody else can pay attention to the route while they do the flying, and we can see how that goes. So even if you can't be back, then you can always sign up, and when it says ship name, just put the word multi-crew in there, and we can find you a multi-crew slot, so you can come and join in the convoy while somebody else does all the hard work and flying. So there you go. And then when they die, you don't. Yes, we die, so you don't. Yeah, um, but of course, yes, if you get kicked from the multi-crew, then you can always join another multi-crew. Uh, we will publish a list of names, and you can get them on your friends' lists, and the, the wing chat rooms will be full of people saying, oh, I've blown up, can I join someone's crew? So if you blow up and you can't be bothered to go on anymore, you could always jump in somebody else's crew to help defend them and their balls. Save their balls. Right, um, there are prizes. Now, Hutton prizes like mugs. Now, we, we know there has been a mug blockage in Cubicle 3 recently, and Commander Cow and uh, Mr. Shouty and I are going to be getting together over the weekend and looking at the backlog of blocked mugs. Um, I think there are two or three we need to send, but yes, there will be some more Hutton mugs available. Now, that does not mean everybody who takes part gets a mug, because that's just silly. What we're going to do is we're going to look at the commanders who bring mugs to the destination, and we're going to put everybody who successfully delivers mugs, whether it's part of a wing or on their own at the destination, uh, into a big hat. And then we're going to draw out some prizes for those who successfully do it. There will be some prizes for honourable piracy as well. Um, the dastardly Don Antonacci himself has insisted that we put up a prize for honourable piracy, which involves stealing things without blowing people up. And we'll be looking for proof from a couple of pirates to give a pirate award out. And, of course, there's always a top trucker award for the most truckerly behaviour. 
Which what is that is, good, yes. yeah, we'll determine at the time. But somebody who epitomises what being a Hutton trucker actually is on the day. Is that incompetent flying, banging on your cockpit dashboard and screaming rude words? Um, no, no, no. That's that's carrying on regardless, I think. It might be on fire around you. It might be all going wrong, but you, you still do the do in wings. So, ah, there we go. And what else have we got coming up in our chit-chat? Does somebody else, are there any more topics we need to talk about now before we go down to the, the next bit? Well, should, should we do the thing? Let's do the thing, shall we? We, do, do we, thing. we don't have a theme tune or an intro, but um, if anybody wants to hum one, Flossie, you hum a tune for us. <laughs> That's about right. Seems okay. entirely appropriate. And, and, and here's the new regular thing we've been doing. I look down on him because he slows down at seven seconds out from a target. I use gravity braking. I look up to the elite pilot because his journey may be quicker than mine, but I look down on the harmless pilot because he uses supercruise assist. I slow down at seven seconds from my target. I am a competent pilot. I know my place. I use supercruise assist because I'm just learning. I drill fast, but sometimes need a shoop of lame. So then I look up to the competent pilot. I look up to the elite pilot, because although he often misses his target, he is adventurous. But I am more adventurous than a harmless pilot, so I still look down on him. I know my place. I look up to them. But while I have a little assistance, I've never crashed into planet, let alone done shoop of lame. Had I inclination, I could look down on them both. But I don't. We all know our place, but what do we get out of it? I get a sense of superiority because I can count to seven, but a sense of inferiority because I'm slower to get there. I get a sense of enormous superiority because I can avoid expensive rebuys before I've had the opportunity to earn much money. I get a pain in the joystick from pulling back too hard. When the universe is in trouble bug infestations in the bubble your home stations burn rubble what on earth can we do now interstellar initiatives let flossie tell you what it is then you can get involved with this you should listen to what flossie says interstellar tells us what she thinks it is then you can get involved with this now you should listen to what Flossie says hello Flossie here with this week's what used to be the CGAs is now called uh, interstellar initiatives that's right news um Zemdi partners claim victory the conflict in the Sinu for NHD 1196 system has ended with Zendi Partners resisting an expansion attempt from Segnan Exchange. Zendi Partners CEO Freya Tain made the following declaration. With the support of the galactic community, my company has withstood the violent raids instigated by our rivals. 
Dendy Partners will manage both outposts in the system and the Megaship Transport Service will continue operating on a weekly basis from Zendi. I am also proud to announce that we have begun manufacture of our new advanced multi-cannon at the Prospect, using recently acquired Guardian materials. In a subdued response, Cedric Stone stated the following. Segnan Exchange has decided to withdraw from Sinuf ENH D1196 and focus our resources on previously established operations. While this setback has interfered with our research and development schedule, we will learn from this experience and continue to grow as a company. Pilots who participated in the conflict can now collect rewards from Sinuf ENH D1196 system. Supporters of Zendi Partners must journey to the prospect, while supporters of Segner Exchange should, all, should visit Indigo Dock. So what's next for Zendi? Zendi Partners will continue their operations in the system of Sinuf ENH D1196 with their megaship ferries, the Conduit and Sadler's Song, jumping between the system and Zendi every weekly server tick. Thursdays at 6 a.m. Uh, 6 UTC. Commanders in the area will also continue to encounter various USSs, allowing them to gather guardian materials and commodities by salvaging or pirating, as opposed to gathering goods from the ground. The next interstellar initiative, the Enclave, will commence in July, and more details of what commanders can expect from it will be revealed in the next few weeks. Meanwhile, there are plans for some player group CGs, and the first of these will be next week. And that's this week's Interstellar Initiatives news. Flossie told you what to do. Well, next up in the jukebox of random that is this week's music, and before Commander Wotherspoon, we've got The Shining with Show You The Way all the way to his digestion. Ah! Commander Deathlock here. Keep listening to Hot and Orbital Radio. It'll keep you distracted, so I can steal your cargo. Ah! Deathlock! Galnet News Digest, 30th of May, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the megaship that wasn't there. Multi-cannon beats the missiles. Zende offers unique multi-role weapon. Commander demonstrates devalued rankings. The megaship that wasn't there. Commanders have reported a problem with the weekly Zende Megaship service. At the end of the quest for Guardian technology, many commanders caught the Megaship back to the bubble. They'd heard that there was a conflict brewing between Zende Partners and Segnan Exchange, and they wanted to bring out their combat ships ready to help out. They went home, switched to their combat ships, and headed back to the bus stop in Zende. 
but when they asked when the next megaship was due to depart, they were told that it wouldn't be departing for another week. By that time, the combat would be over, and the winner would be announced. So perhaps those E-rated frameshift drives weren't such a good idea, after all. Zenday Partners has put out a press statement explaining that one megaship per week is all the route can sustain, and that unless the council would like to subsidise the route, one service per week is all you're going to get. Multicannon beats the missiles. The battle between Segunin Exchange and Zenday Partners in the Sinuf EN-HD11-96 system is over, and the consequence is that the much-requested advanced missile rack has been locked forever out of use. Segnan Exchange, which had championed the missile rack, was resoundingly beaten by the forces rallied behind Zenday Partners, proponents of the advanced multi-cannon. In the light of their defeat, Segnan Exchange has chosen to abandon the system, together with all hopes of creating their advanced missile rack. Zenday Partners now control both outposts in the system and will continue to operate the weekly megaship service from Zenday. Independent experts have reported that the missile rack was the superior weapon. However, we shall never get the chance to find out. Zenday offers unique multi-role weapon. The advanced missile launcher may have been shelved, but the first ever non-experimental anti-Xeno-capable weapon is available to purchase now direct from Zenday Partners. The new multi-cannon allows synthesised ammunition using Guardian materials, which will increase the weapon's effectiveness against Thargoid targets, and offers a number of advantages over experimental weaponry. It does not occupy an experimental weapon slot. It can be engineered for increased effectiveness. It does not require unlocking. You can buy it straight from the station outfitting. You can use it to shoot at other commanders, as well as Thargoids. The cannon comes in small and medium versions and is in fixed mount only. In addition to stations controlled by Zendi Partners, it can be purchased from a select group of stations that offer all modules, including Jameson Memorial. Commander demonstrates devalued rankings. Well-known pillar of the galactic community, Commander Exegius, has organised an event to demonstrate the devalued state of the current Pilots' Federation rankings. Where once it took months of hard work and practice to attain the ultimate accolade of an elite ranking, Exegius has demonstrated that it's possible for a brand new Pilots' Federation member to rise to elite in less than 12 hours. And he's calling for other new commanders to set out to try to beat his record. The so-called official elite ranking speedrun hopes to clock commanders achieving one of the elite rankings in as little as nine hours. This means a commander could start flying at midnight, attain an elite ranking, and fly to Jameson Memorial in time for breakfast, and to buy some of the new advanced multi-cannon. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news, so you... Don't have to.
We're feeling good this week. Maybe not next week, as Buck's taking a well-earned holiday. I wonder who's going to fill the hole that Buck leaves. So, for the time being, we're going with Feel Good Incorporated from the Gorillas. Have you ever noticed that the elite all sound like Brits? Maybe we just sound right. Thank you, Mary. We're more focused. More precise. Always one light year ahead. With a certain style, an eye for detail. And we're obsessed by power. A stiff upper lip is key. And we all drive Ferdelances. Oh yes, it's good to be bad. Truckers, it's old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. Now, how do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Com. Almost as pain-free as, well, writing my last child support check. I sure hate to see the money go, but damn glad I get to spend it on the kids how I wish now. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them bullfrogs down by the creek, Commander Short Engineer 78 took the lead with 100,610 light years jumped. And right on his tail was his wife with her honeydew list. Take it from old Buck, Commander. You can't run from that forever. Tearing up the Don's dastardly desperados for the second week in a row is Commander Texas Stew with 38.8 million credits earned and accounted for. Keep up the good work. 
Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Drake Duran with 553 mission points earned. Some say he used to be a musician in a former life. Wonder what he'd have called his band. Maybe Duran Duran? Or Mr. Drake? Hauling cargo like a hut trucker ought to. Commander Rod UW transported and sold just about 63,000 tons this week. I hear tell he ain't stopped for a bathroom break either, so he's hauling some bio waste in his flight suit too. Driving the Hutton High Speed Rail this week, Commander Drake Duran hauled 15,262 passengers around the galaxy and got his name mentioned twice in one show. Make sure you go watch his band. Now, if you remember, we have a new challenge set forth by Commander FTM Mustang. It's open season on Thargoids, and you don't even need a license or tags for it. So, if you're into fumigating a few bugs, fire up that ship and get to Thargoid hunting. So, our top Thargoid killer this week is Commander Lydia of the Void, with 306 bugs squished. But our current leaders remain the same at last week as last week, with Commander Zane Till at 5,115 destroyed, Commander Ed Hunter with 4,263 splattered, and Commander Wingnut English with 4,068 fumigated. First one to 10,000 kills is the winner, and the prize is definitely worth fighting for. If you want to see it, it's on our Facebook page. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Lithobreaker in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 9 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of May was done by Commander Malice XR3 in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 56 seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy personally inspected by me but naked <laughs> you, you find that empty tequila bottle and you know I've taken her for a spin yeah <clears throat> yes so anybody there who was mentioned by our good old buck good old buck um, can uh, send us a message and we'll send you out and decal and um if we didn't mention you then you need to work harder and it's rubbish and you know you're just slacking so um anyway um and now uh, we no actually before we go over there um palantir yeah do we i mean the guesses they're a bit thin on the ground mainly because there isn't a theme do you want to we, talk about it now or should we have a chat down in the green room what do you reckon oh i we can oh we can uh, we could do it now we've only had one so far, so anyone that's even remotely sensible. Well, Folco took. I'm disappointed in you. You haven't sent in a silly one yet. Of all the weeks when we need the help with some tenuous link between these things, and Folco took has let us down. 
But Lithobreaker hasn't. Yeah, I tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll get Lithobreaker as yeah, to, to explain this one down in the green room, shall we? Yeah, I've got it written so, down so we can't cheat. Yeah, so um, Commander Ventura, I, I think uh, what we're going to do is do a, do a tune and then get out of the green room. There's too many of them to bring up here today. It's just going to be way too crowded. So um, we're going to play a tune and then get out of the green room. So it is time to go over to the green room. We are still clearing up after last week in here, so we're not letting them back in. Uh, to cover us whilst we run between rooms, it's Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. Shield at 14%. Thanks for the warning. But I can read. Space, these guys are going to gank me. Incoming communication. Open a channel. Feeble pilots, you will surrender your craft to us or face destruction. Well, I could, but there's at least one thing my craft does better than yours. Oh yeah? What's that? Break. Now I've got you. One down, one to go. Alert. Escape pod alarm. The commander requires rescue. Somebody else's problem. Incoming communication. Go on then. Keep them coming. That was my brother, you son of a spacer. And his bounty will be very useful. Look, there's two ways this can go. So how about we call a truce so I can pick up his pod? Um, how about no? Escape pod alarm. A commander requires rescue. Yeah, yeah. They keep each other company until some other sucker comes through. One more bounty in the bank. Good. Updating Elite Federation of Pilots record. Your combat rating has increased to below average. <laughs> well, don't let my official record fool you. Congratulations, Commander Thane. Find out more information about Escape Velocity at laveradio.com forward slash escape velocity. You can back Chris in his Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash radio theatre workshop. I'd let it play out that one, 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 one at the end there. <clears throat> right, a bit, a bit like Flossie digging it into the planet and her ship's still ringing. Anyway, sorry, Flossie. Oops. <laughs> Okay, we're down in the green room. Oh, a bit busier this week, but um, we're going to play the usual one. <laughs> okay, right. <clears throat> I've just done some sums. Um, so we're going to take turns saying hi to everybody in the green room. It's going to be me, then it's going to be Palantir, then it's going to be oh, Dead Meat, then Flossie. I think. Right, um, so it's it's my turn first. And uh, Well, we've already said hi. No, we said hi. Yeah, actually, I'll tell you what. I'll say hi to Ventura, Mr. Ventura. Hello. How are we doing? Hey, I got it right. <laughs> Good. Hello. And um, so I've been practicing that one. And uh, how, how are you? And what have you been up to this week? I mean, you, you were live radioing earlier yes. in the week as usual? Uh, no, 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 no. No, uh, Grant got that last uh, on Tuesday there. Uh, I did the edit. No, he did the edit. He did the edit. But no. Nah, oh, right, okay. <laughs> no, you didn't do any of that. So have you had time to fly some spaceships? I, I did. I did the... Uh, flying through the show so that, that was what i did um so I oh you, you were stunt piloting and, yes I, I was the official stunt pilot so yeah that, that's that and, and you're going to be stunt piloting um next weekend not this weekend but the one after yes. um for the the hopefully. convoy at all hopefully going forward and, and are you in a wing yet 
No, no. I, I decided what I would do is maybe go as press and take pictures and everything else since I was going to be probably straight. Okay, well, the, the standard policy for press ships, you have to be in a yellow hauler. Is it? And yellow everybody hauler? knows that yellow haulers are... It can, uh, there's something I forgot to publish, actually. That reminds me. Uh, yellow haulers are completely out of bounds on Pew Pew. They are camera ships and the press, and anybody attacking the press gets killed by everybody. So, um, yes, yellow haulers are the way to go for right, press cool. ships. I'll change my hauler to an asp, uh, my asp to a hauler then. So, yes. It sounds good. So you're going to be capturing the video footage and uh, yeah. streaming as well? Yeah, uh, well, I'll stream direct to Grant, and then that means that he can point in the direction he wants. So, yeah. Camera number one, camera number two, camera number one, camera number two. I just appreciate Right, um, so, yeah, um, well, we, we might let you have a copy of the route in advance so you can be wary of the dangerous-looking stars that we may or may not be going near. Lovely. Uh, that'll be nice, thanks. Yes. And if I don't send you a copy, contact Commander Claire Helen, who has the master copy. I will do. I will do. I will do. Anyway... Uh, we've, been, we've been checking the spelling for O's and zeros because we've been we've been looking through it. Is that an O or is it a zero? Is that a one or an L or an I? No, okay. Because obviously, if people start trying to cut and paste the stuff we publish, we could get into awful trouble. Of course, that always happens, isn't it? It does happen, especially when letters are the wrong way round and move one to the right. And yeah, okay. Yeah, that wouldn't be the first time we've done that on one of our convoys, and that everybody got lost and jumped to the wrong system. That definitely didn't happen on the first convoy at all. No, I didn't. Didn't. I still like the, the nope. classic for me was uh, when Ed was swearing on on air. It was funny. Oh yeah, well we're we're hoping to we're hoping to get a a few um, similar circumstances going on in this one. Um, yeah, it, it'll be nice and busy, and it's always wonderful to see that number of, you know, the the, the hollow squares and occasional hollow triangles in uh, supercruise when we have that many of us in one system at once. So it's it's good fun. Yeah, and a lot of sweating. Anyway. Oh, right. Well, that's just the fan from your computer pumping out all the heat by your ankles. That's true. That's true. Anyway, other than that, for the mug. Well, thank you very much. And over to... Now, you see, I, 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 this yeah, bit yeah, I got well, wrong. Well, the alternative was... I don't know. We're going to carry on. You have to skip you. And I'm going to talk to you and ask you about any tales of woe you may have come across very recently. Well, no, not, not tales of woe. I actually had quite a good week. I had a couple of evenings of um, flying on. Um, I was I was looking sort of down the various ranks and whatever else and realised I wasn't yet elite in exploration. So I thought, oh, how can I do that? Are there any ways? No, you actually have to go exploring to do this. And I looked at it and thought, well, I could do the, the road to riches or I could use um, Zorlak's um, magic Earth-likes list or I could just point my ship in that direction and go out there. So I pointed my ship in that direction and I went out there and I, I went to some random nebula about 7,000 light years away, I pointed my ship in that direction and, and went that way and then came back again because I realised I had to get back in time for the convoy and I was actually away from home for the next five or six days. So I got out there and I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'll start exploring and finding these crystal spiky things and the little adorable sort of tentacled mini Cthulhu's or whatever they are. What are they called? Um, you know, they're... They follow you and then boink into the nose of your ship when they get upset with you. Doings, what's it? Yeah, the thingies. Those would be collared mollusks, wouldn't they? No, they're not the collared pods and they're not the umbrella pods. They're, they're, yeah, they're mollusks. Ouija's. Um, yeah, the, the Ouija's attacked me. And so I, I went and I, I found a green one and I found a pink one and I found a 
I'm colorblind one and um, then some spiky things and then realized I had to get back. So last night I had to make um, a, a beeline having got there. I thought, wow, this is great. And I'm straight back to the bubble. So my ship was actually back for the convoy. So at about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, I finished the jumps and uh, went to Leningrad and uh, dropped the data at Leningrad to try and help boost the second faction up to the top and then didn't hit Elite in exploration and I have to do it all again once we've done the convoy. So there you go. Oh, good timing anyway. Yeah, but well, I did, I did, I'm 74% pioneer and I was 32. That's good. Moving forward, yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a good, it was a good trip. I got lots of first discoveries. I've never done exploration before. I've never left the bubble. So I got to 32% pioneer, not having, I think I, I made a, a 5,000 trip out to unlock an engineer. Is that Palin? I think you have to go out lots. So I, I did that and came back again, but didn't scan anything on route really. I just did it at speed to to get the unlock. But this time I actually stopped and found Earth likes and water worlds and did some exploration and found these um, signal sources with the yeah, clouds in them. And I took a picture of a nebula, which is now my desktop. Lovely high res picture. Beautiful. So there you go. That, that was. So I had. A, I've tried exploration and I'm not doing it again anytime soon. <laughs> But it's the beautiful part of the game. It, it is, but there's so much else to do if you're a Hutton trucker that I wanted to get back doing the do, not not doing the do. I tell you what, one thing occurred to me while I was while I was out there. Obviously, you know, if if you if you're at home, if you're sat at your desk, whatever else, you look out or you you look at the green fields near where you live, whatever, and you sort of you know where you live and you know what it looks like and when you're when you're seven thousand light years away and you look back you realize unless i actually plot the point there where's home and it literally is is more black i think there's sort of the, the barnard's loop over there that's somewhere in the direction of home from where i was but really when you're out there and you get there there's until you start seeing system names there's nothing that goes oh wow i'm home until you actually dock you don't get that green fields of home feeling when you're in space because it is just black and covered in stars and it you know, if you head out towards Colonia, you can see in that distance there, it's brighter and you're heading towards something brighter. But when you're heading back to the bubble, you're not really heading to anywhere identifiable other than just a, a you know, an, an address. And it's, I don't know, I just, on the way back, it was a, oh, no, you, you can't see the bubble. It just is more stars. I don't know, sorry, that just occurred to me. It's just one of those things, you know, the old expression, you know, home is where the Thargoids are heading. Yeah, I mean, you almost do want to, you know, like your you ship to sort of, I don't know, you, you want some scenery there, or but there is nothing in the bubble that's scenery. You know, all of the all of the nebulae are elsewhere. There, there is nothing in the bubble to sort of identify this is the home of humanity. It's just one more star. That's it. And it, yeah, it's well, a bit lonely. It actually made me feel a bit lonely on the way back. There you go. Is that really why really you don't want to do it anymore? Yeah. I like being in busy systems and seeing stations and I mean, I, I went to Leningrad, Leningrad, we'll talk to you in a bit. I went to Leningrad and the station, now it, it's just under the rings. And so I, I fly around there and it says it's, and I, I fly there and then realize I have to crash through the rings to get to it. And it's at a jaunty angle. That's the best bit. It, it's not nicely aligned. It's sort of at a random jaunty angle just under the rings there in uh, PSPF. But it was quite nice getting there because finding a station felt like, oh, I'm safe and I'm home again. Even if it was Leningrad and we don't own it yet. Anyway, so there you go. That, that, that was my week. It was very lonely. I didn't like it. And I'm glad to be back. <laughs> You're obviously not cut out to be an explorer. Exploring is really good if you have only a short amount of time 
because you can go on a couple of systems and you've done something yeah? and nobody comes and pew pews at you so it's relaxing yeah well i, I did notice yeah, yeah obviously the the signal sources disappear and the npc chatter disappears and all you've got is the squadron chat and you say hi and once you said hi and had a brief chat um, that's about it i did jump into somebody else's ship just for a bit of multi-crew which was um oh, it was good fun one of the one of the night shift our own our own very uh, very own uh, wingnut english took me on a multi-crew trip to that see some stuff so um yeah thank you very much commander wingnut english so just before i went out exploring i jumped in the multi-crew and um it gave me enough of a taste of the exciting things out there to drag me through the 7,000 light years. Lovely. The funny thing about our exploration run is that we were exploring one of the Rubidium Lagrange clouds, and as it turned out when I went back a few days later, uh, we were actually missed one of the life forms, one of the Belmont. Oh no! Well, I'm, yeah, the uh... thing was moving like a bullet, bounced off my ship at least the, the only thing I will say for exploration, with the, with the new stuff that's in there, it is it, it is a bit like Pokemon really isn't it oh, I've got one of them I want one of them where do I find one of them and so now that I've got the I've got I think three different kinds of spiky things and I can only find the ones beginning with a the little mollusks I can't pronounce that word. you get really tired of spiky things really quickly <laughs> yeah there's always I think there are always two types in there I think I found two types in every one I went to and I, I said I found a green one found a pink cloud I want to find a lightning cloud this, this is this is this is the thing I don't want to do exploration but I want to see one of those lightning clouds so I'm gonna have to do it when we dropped in on the Lagrange cloud, Vingerton uh, suggested that he might have seen lightning, but I didn't see it in my instance. Yeah, well, it could, it could have been um, a, a passing mosquito um, flying into the touchscreen and flashing the screen. Possible. Anyway, so that, that's that's what I've been up to, and then I'm off to um, the land of the Ouija's this weekend to catch up with Mr. Cow and eat um, a dinner on Saturday night, I think. So other than that, it's for the mug from me. Happy to dead, mate. Well, Ramforth is switched off. No, you have to go back one. Back, go back one. Step back to the 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 ball sack. I'm gonna. Oh, I forgot we skipped Harry. Harry, how have you been, oh. Commander Palantir? Well, very good. I'll be very brief. Nothing much in the game, but for everybody who's listening, the event you have all been waiting for, the kitchen is finished. Whoa! Hey. So I can stop banging on about it. Right, when's the housewarming party? Oh, I've got to all work out. I've got all these bloody instruction manuals to read now. You've got to set the clock on the cooker. That'll take you a week. Also, he's not going to let us in his nice, clean kitchen. Oh, I, I, I bought a robot Hoover. It's all right. It can clean up. I've got a little Mr. Dusty. It'll be clear enough after you. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so uh, that, that's all for, for the moment. So I'm going to do uh, for the mug then. Okay. Over to Flossie. All right. Uh, well, I say... Uh... I don't think Vanforth is there, so Commander Wignot. Um how's your week been? Are you there, Wingnut? Wingnut English? Ah, yes, yes, I am. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So um other than um, going out with uh on adventures, have you done anything else? I'm sorry, could I get that one more? Just wondered how your week's been, if you've done anything else apart from exploring with uh, Bantheon. <laughs> oh, yeah. We uh, dropped, yeah, there's not much to say. We dropped in, the, it was a pretty short session. We dropped into one of the red Lagrange clouds. And, well, I've got to say, those are pretty much one of the most exciting additions that I've seen to the game so far. 
Yeah, the aqua. It adds a completely new environment, almost like skydiving. Yeah. Right. So, if there's nothing else. No, not really that much to mention. I mean, basically, a bit of a summary is I'm on my way out to Colonia, uh, trying All to get right. some exploration along the way and be back in time for the comp. All right, okay then. So, uh, is that a further mug? Oh, does, 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 the, does the wing not need a wing? Uh, well, I, as far as a wing goes, I think I'm a little bit far away from the bubble for that, but I've always uh, got a seat open on multi-crew, if anyone wants to join. Okay, well, as as a multi crew crew member, we can we can always um, allocate you a, a space in somebody else's ship if you want. Or if you mean on the convoy, yes, I still do need a. Oh, you so you you're going to be there in person, need a wing. So, well, Flossie, could could you maybe adopt the wing nut for your fourth? I'm down with I that so, if yeah. I make it back in time. Yeah. Well, th there you go. So, um, Commander Wingnut and Flossie and Kinrain and Pillbox are forming. Now you have to name your wing and you have to choose your color scheme as well. All right. We'll have to get together about that. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll leave you lot to uh, swap notes on um, this, the identity for your wing. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. And yeah. Commander Wingnut, don't, don't forget to um, fill, it, fill in a, uh, one of the forms just so we, uh, we know you're going, and then um, we won't forget anybody. Uh, if you mean those two forms that we had to fill out in order to sign up for the convoy itself... Then oh, you've, you've done that already? Yep. Okay, well, we'll we'll um, shuffle you into Flossie and Kinrain and Pillbox's wing then. One, thank you very much. That was okay. really good. Thank you. Looking forward to this. <laughs> so we'll see you at that then. On the mug. Right. It's is it me again? I think it is. And uh, if I haven't forgotten anybody, it's it's my turn to talk to the fundraising hero that is the Dayglow Viking. Good evening. Uh, yeah, trying to push the transmit tonight, so that might actually help with the uh, the old transmit issues. Yes, you sound like you're coming through loud and clear, and how the blazes are you, sir? Awake and not too broken this week, which is uh, definitely a, an improvement on last week. There was uh, that fantastic little 10km uh, dash around the locale, uh, climbing and ducking over all sorts of manners of things they put in front of us, which is all training for a Tough Mudder later on this year up in Yorkshire, uh, which is still raising for calm. And so when's the Yorkshire one? Do we have a, do we have a date for this? September, I think, might be July time. Um, I'll, I'll put the details of that one up. But um, actually, the big one is next month on the 16th. Myself and a couple of other commanders are doing London to Brighton for British Heart Foundation. And oh yes, I've got that one in the diary. I'm so I'm still hoping to possibly be able to pop along. That would be absolutely wonderful. And in the last Dungeons Dragon session, the uh, the other crazy guy that I'm cycling this with has decided to up the ante somewhat. Uh, he didn't split the party, did he? Never split the party. No, he's running the dungeon master at the moment, and uh, when he goes silent or starts giggling, we get very nervous. Oh, it's the secret dice rolls behind the behind the screen. Uh, they're all totally legitimate, of course. There's not weighted dice or anything like that, no. But um, he's decided that where we've already suggested that we'll get ourselves our legs waxed if we raise a thousand pounds from British Heart Foundation, he's decided to go one further. He now thinks that if we make a thousand, we will wax each other instead of getting a professional to do it. Oh, are we, are we talking with gaffer tape here? Are we talking doing I, it properly? I, I, have, I have absolutely no idea what device he intends to use, but uh, yeah, so that could be something to look forward to on the 16th. If we manage to... Ouch! 
Well, see, the, the day glow Viking will literally be glowing in the day. Oh, red. Absolutely. Bright red. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in two minds about this. On the one hand, my, my fundraising side of me really wants to get as much cash as I can from British Heart Foundation. Um, on the other side of me, I'm not that keen on pain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who who is really. Well, actually, don't answer that question. I'm sure there are one or two that are, but um, yeah, not not the leg waxy kind of kind of ouchy kind of pain. No, I, I'm definitely not tough enough for that one. No, but but uh, yeah, he's 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 uh, he's up the dare. So that's what we're aiming for. And I just put the link up in the the, the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. By all means, as usual, you know, do do publish them, and um, anybody who's got some uh, spare spare pennies can throw them at you and make you do silly things. I know they did that to me with that ridiculous kilt, which yeah, I did. Um, yes. I'm not going to cycle in the kilt. That would be a bit too breezy. But... No, no, there was no cycling there. It was, it was only the hiking in the kilt. But yeah, if anyone's around anywhere between London and Brighton on the 16th and willing to stand out and yell for the market, a couple of crazy gits uh, going past. We, we, we might just have to put something up in the diary and see if we can get a, a little minibus full of Hutton truckers to come and, yes, that yell for the mug. That would be wonderful. Um, Le- leave it with me. I'll see how many truckers we can find that can come and yell mug at you loudly. And then everybody else can look at us weirdly. And any Londoners, or any people in London, uh, there's the superhero in the city on the 13th that's around St Paul's, which I shall be darting around as Bicycle Repairman, which is yeah, another... another uh, Good little thing for kiddies. All right. Well, you know, thank you very much for your heroic efforts as yeah. as usual. And obviously give us updates on how the, the, the Calm fundraising and Heart Foundation and everything else is, is going. You know, share your totals as they go. Oh, certainly. Otherwise, and anything, anything we can do to help, then we will. Oh, that would be very much appreciated. Otherwise, I managed to treat myself to a Mamba this week, and I've got not entirely any idea what to do with it apart from go fast in a straight line. Well, we, you, you, could, you could head up Mamba Wing next weekend. Yeah, I'm hoping to. I'm hoping to. Um, work has given me that rather wonderful grey area of putting me on call, so I can't commit. But if I well, it just adds to the danger, doesn't it? You yeah, know, absolutely, absolutely, definitely. Um, otherwise, that's kind of it for the moment. So I think for this point, I shall say for the mug. Well, thank you very much, the Deglo Viking. Thank you, sir. And it's to me to talk to Dead Meat. How have you been doing, young man? Not bad at all, thank you, sir. And thank you for the young man, because I'm clearly not. It's a, it's a comparative thing. <laughs> but you look younger than me. That's the annoying thing. Uh, it's I've got this portrait in the toy room you don't want to look at. <laughs> I don't even want to ask. So I, is anybody else picturing like one of these sort of ten foot tall portraits of him sitting there with some wolfhound in a you know <clears throat> Victorian era costume? Oh, yeah, something like that. We want one hand in his jacket and, um, yes, the family at his feet. Yeah, where's I'm the other hand? The, uh, the Rimmer sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Mr. Flibble will be very, very angry. Whatsoever, flirty elite in the back. <laughs> well, well, that's one of the portraits in there, certainly, yes. That's Go on, back to you. Go on. Um, as, I, well, as I mentioned previously, I met it with Commander Fluty in the, uh, the lovely borough of Chelsea. Went for a delicious curry, a uh, couple of beers afterwards, of course. And that that's always fun, meeting real truckers in real life. Uh, and apart from that, some haghole stuff, some avic stuff. Um, generally just 
flying around and being hopefully useful. Okay. Yeah. And apart from that, real life's been quite quiet, but, but Commander Aiden has very, very kindly allowed me access to his discounts on tickets. So I'm going to the uh, Premiership final on Sunday, on Saturday, sorry. I, I would be jealous, but, but I'm, I'm going to a, a big barbecue with cow. Well, that would be equally fun with less crashing into people. Oh, no, probably not less crashing into No, people. actually, I am jealous, very jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> well, now we know he can get them, we may have to bombard him with tickets for next year. Can we a rousing chorus of Flossie's song from the uh, stands there? That would be incredible, wouldn't it? <laughs> we'll learn the words and see if we can get 20 of us together singing Flossie's tune from the stands. <laughs> we would get the strangest looks. And see if we can organise a Thargoid wave. We do it in eight different places. All spiralling in towards the centre. <laughs> and making goggle, goggle, blah, 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 noises. <laughs> Normally, by the end of the match, you're doing that anyway because they do bring beer to you in your seat. Yeah, oh, the beer fairies are wonderful at those events. They are. They are the big, the best thing that rugby has over football is when you're in the crowd. You can not only drink beer, but they bring it to you. <laughs> you just yell for the beer fairy, and they come carrying a barrel like some kind of um, what is it, Saint Bernard dog, just with a bigger barrel and full yeah, of beer. Absolutely incredible. But yes, apart from that, for the mug. Well, now you get to talk again to somebody else. I get to talk to the lovely Flossie. Hello. Hello there. We know about your finger. And apart from that, have you had a lovely week? Uh, not too bad a week. Um, I've not done much in game. I've, I've been doing a fair bit with my uh, Oculus. Been looking at other games and things in that. And playing a lot of my favourite card game in one of the... Uh, Oculus things. Which um, we all know is Cards Against Humanity. Yes. And you can play it in something called Alt Space VR. I've got a character in there and I've been going to this uh, place where they're playing this and play, having some good games of Cards Against Humanity. It's been they call it something else in there, but it's the same thing. Very nice. Yeah, it was, it's quite fun. So I've been doing things like that, really, and finding other, you know, watching videos and just messing about with the Oculus. I will have to get mine set up at some point and then come and join you for a game. Yeah, it would be great to see some others there, yeah. Actually, I I even saw one of the answers that um, you keep going on about from the last time I played. <laughs> <laughs> and I used it. I used this. The same answer uh, for, I can't remember what the question was. Oh, I think it was, if I'm to run for president, I have to remove all evidence of. And I had in my hand a Chinese gymnastics team. <laughs> <laughs> so I played it and I won. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. You so, have yeah. got a knack at that game. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Now, isn't that one of the things you thought you'd never hear? Flossie saying, I had in my hand a gymnastics team. <laughs> a Chinese gymnastics team. <laughs> oh, I didn't so, know you discriminated. Uh... Sorry. 
yeah, well, um, yeah, it was quite funny. So, other than that, I've not really done an awful lot to say. I haven't really played much because partly because my finger hurts so much. Um, hopefully, I'll get back into it now that it's starting to recover a bit. Other than that, it's for the mug. For the mug, and over to you as well. Oh, yes, me now, isn't it? So, Dr. Lennon. Hello. How's your week been? Oh, it's uh, going good. Well, I got shit-faced and I spent all Thursday trying to recover, but well. Oh, well. <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah. That's probably my highlight of this show. <laughs> Asking somebody, what did you do? I got shit-faced. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Living the life here, you know. Sorry, I just I butted in there, but that's just that's one of the greatest things I've heard this evening. <laughs> I am to impress. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, if sorry, I've got the giggles. I'm Earth's just made my week. Sorry, sorry, I'm going to stop giggling now. Has it made your whole week? It usually does. Anywho, I haven't been done much of anything, to be honest, so for the mug. Okay, thank you. For the mug. Thank you. <clears throat> I, I have my sensible voice on now. <clears throat> I'm not giggling anymore. So um, <laughs> don't you dare. Anybody pulls that face at me, I'm going to giggle again. Don't do it. Right, Litho Breaker. Good evening. I, I'm relying on you this evening. Hang on, you just said you got your sensible face on, and then you said yes. you're relying on me. I'm relying on this you. Can only go downhill, can't it? Well, it's a Hutton show. Normally does. It yes. starts. It's, it, it starts chaotic and gets worse by the uh, by the green room. Um. So, uh, I'm going to ask the sensible question first. How are you? What you've been up to? Are you in a wing for next week? I am good. I've been wonderfully enjoying a holiday away and uh, having no internet connection at all, as I said last week, which is a real shame because I even got the theme. But um, no, I'm not in a wing for next week because I'm not certain I can make it and I don't want to let people down. I'm really hoping to be there and if necessary, I'll fly solo as a lame duck. I mean, sorry, a lone wolf. But um, yeah, I'll be there if I can, but I might be working, which is rather annoying. Well, if you're not, we'd love to see that. Obviously, you can just turn up impromptu and buy the five tons of balls, if you know, in a hurry. If you do turn up, so um, well, no planning required. Just, just, yeah, just, just get a ship prepped, and if you happen to be around, just turn up at Bento and go, "Hi, it's me. Quick, get me in a wing." Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping to be there, but uh, like I say, maybe stuck in the office. So it is what it is. Right, and with my not sensible head on, then, mm -hmm. can can you link these tunes together in any way? Of course I can. It's really obvious. It's well, dusty. Okay, so you, you have to explain the links then. Well, that's really straightforward. First world problems. Well, a psychotic robot vacuum cleaner. If that's not a first world problem, I don't know what it is. I'll give you that one. And then the second one was by The Shining. Well, Shining is how you hope Mr. Dusty will leave your rooms. That's kind of the point of getting a robot vacuum cleaner. Feel Good Incorporated. I'm 
I don't really feel comfortable explaining why robot vacuum cleaners are used for people to feel good. Not again. <laughs> okay, right. I've just got a mental, a mental image of a psychotic robot vacuum cleaner trying to do the servicing duties. Um, anyway. Take, take me out. Well, taking out the trash is what Mr. Dusty does. So, I mean, perfect links on all four songs. Okay, I'm just looking at number five. Okay, maybe, maybe well, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. I suppose if it was a robot vacuum cleaner, you might. Okay, yeah, you might do this to the robot vacuum cleaner. I have done this to mine. Not deliberately. But no, it did beep angrily at me afterwards. <laughs> okay, well, well, thank you very much. We hope to see you next uh, next weekend on the on the eighth. I hope to be there. And um, in the absence of, well, we may have one or two more guesses, but we'll um, we'll we'll go to those at the end, and we'll see which one we like the most. Okay. And I'm still working on that thing from last week. Okay, cool. I have one of them, but I've got to, yeah, <clears throat> I'm just waiting for it to turn up in the inbox. Okay, fine. I blame LCU no full like one. Well, it's always worth blaming, especially when he gets his accent wrong. Well, yeah, and, he, he's, and he's not here, so I, I can do that. Definitely. Well, well thank you very much. Um, Palantir. Odie, you soup-making monster, how's your week been? Doing okay. Luckily, I made enough soup this week and early enough where I was able to sit down to the radio show and eat, uh, drink my, basically on my bowl of soup while the radio show was going on rather than worrying about it being almost done. Well, I'm not sure that's very sensible. With the hilarious jokes that occur every 30 seconds, you could do yourself a damage. Or not, what? or not. What is Donald Duck's favorite vegetable? As a produce guy, I should know this. Leeks. What vegetable shouldn't go on a boat? I don't know. A leek. Oh, I'm getting a theme here. So, a... A? Hold, hold on a sec, I got to uh, remember the joke. Until you got a bit of soup on the paper. It's not good radio, this. It's not good television either. No, he's doing it by the by the means of mime, I think. Actually, okay, <laughs> while I'm looking this up, I'll get, uh, I'll just talk about my uh, other stuff and then leave off with the joke. So I'm going to do the Bento's Balls, um... Convoy. Convoy, 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 and yeah, I'm be doing Hump, that, Hump. and I'm going to be doing it as a convoy, le as a wing leader. That's great. So, do you have wingmates already, or do you do you uh, need us to fit some of the um, fit some of the orphans into your uh, into your wing? I need, uh, I need people. Fine. Okay. Well, in in which case, um, I will mark you down as uh, needs wingmates, and <laughs> we'll see if we can find one or two commanders to. Uh, you're on PC, yes? Yes, I'm on PC. I played my, I played both. I'm going to be on my secondary commander. So, yeah. So. Well, I tell you what. Si sign up. Sign up on the form, and um, but yeah, put yourself in and put a wing form in if you've got it, and then we will speak to Commander Claire Helen, and um, see if we can find you some extra wingmates on the evening. Okay, so I signed up 
on the form, both forms, as my secondary commander, uh, and it's uh, the Maya, the group name is the Madams of Mayhem, because, yeah, it goes along with my commander name, and it's a purple python. We approve of purple pythons here at Hutton Orbital. Well, thank you very much for that. I will, I will pass the, I'll pass the details over to Commander Claire Helen for you. Okay, so the joke was a sheep, a drum, and a snake fall off a cliff. I was ready for that. A rib. <laughs> well done. So I had to go out with that joke, the Brumps joke. So have, uh, one last thing I have to say is for, for the mic. Thank you very much. Debmeet, your turn. Thank you very much. And I get to speak to Overlight. Yeah, you do. You're right. I am. Thank you. I know a little bit of what you've been up to, but I'm not sure everyone else does. Um, do you mean at console or away from console? At, at console. I have no idea what you've been doing. <laughs> Probably for the best. Um, Although, a... didn't you go on a little trip in real life? Yeah, yeah. Went to uh, a Comic-Con in London at the weekend, uh, which was very good. Um, it was didn't join me for a beer, whole... though. Beg your pardon? Didn't join me for a beer, though. No, I know what's the wrong side of town, wasn't it? Um, it was now, we um, went to Comic-Con, and it was awesome. It was the whole XL, uh, which is massive convention centre in London, for those who don't know it. And uh, oh, no. little highlight, yes, I you know it. very well, and how big it is. Um, little highlight was the special effect stand that was there, and I got to have a go on some of the, the kit playing um, uh, a motocross game, I forget, Trolls Fusion, I think it was, using a chin controller, uh, which was a fun <laughs> experience. Uh, we did all right, we did all right, but you, it's, a ta it's a tandem game, so there's two of you doing it on two controllers trying to control this bike it was uh it was uh glorious chaos that sounds so much fun it was good it is amazing and obviously after the you know the, the what we did last year it was nice to see actually what it you know what, what it does it was it was really really uh really interesting uh and then here in the uh in the real world I'm still 55,000 light years or so from home, just flying around, enjoying the peace and quiet, and it's lovely. I could I, I take completely the opposite view of uh, uh, of you, David. It's I, it's the, the peace and quiet is wonderful. Well, maybe I'll get the bug. Yeah, it, it, I go like that. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I don't want to go explore. I don't want to go. And then I get out of here, and I just love it. Yeah, but it's 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 it's, it's jolly good fun. And And loads of undiscovered and lots of weird and wonderful star types and i know what you mean about being being a little bit of a tick list i want to find one of these and i want to find one of these um i finally found uh, an earth like on this trip they, they've been eluding me on this uh, this trip so i finally found one of those next thing i want to try and find another wolf riot but we'll see if one comes along but obviously there's other stuff going on with this trip as well but having fun and send you back regular reports, which makes it even more fun. Yes, trying trying not to die 55 light years from home. But, uh, you know, it is, it is, as I say, it is quiet out here till I bump into that lot and we all nearly blow up. That was one of the most amusing things I've seen in game for a long time. Yeah, it wasn't amusing at the time, I can assure you. <laughs> it was when you were 55,000 light years away. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but no, other than that, um, it's all good. And so it's a for the mug from me.
thank you. And over to Flossie. All right. Uh, so I get to to uh, tell or is it Tao Z? Tao Z it is. Uh, how's your week been? Well, hang on. This typing <laughs> when <laughs> I press the button to speak. I've been living oh. a quiet domestic life. All right. I haven't been able to get on the game much, but uh, when I have, I've been fitting out and engineering another Type 10 because I got fed up swapping the modules out when I wanted to go mining. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's worth having a separate ship, isn't it? So now I'm just hanging around in a Mamba collecting wake scans. Oh, yes. Good luck with that one. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to be doing the bento balls thing, Great. Um, and I'd be happy to wing up with Odie if uh, if he needs people in the wing. I, I don't know what ship I'm coming in yet. Oh well, you can make it up on the day. It's more a case of getting each other on friends lists and things ready for the evening, so you know who you're going to be with, and who's shouting out your um, your next destinations. There you go, Odie. One wing person for you. Yeah, that works. Yeah, get yourselves on each other's friends lists and just check your um, your matchings. Okay, maybe maybe meet up during the week once just to check your um, connection between the two of you. Is okay. Yeah, I'll do that with her, with him and this both primary and secondary commander. That way, you know that through help facilitate making sure everything works well. Yep. Yep. Okay then, so we'll see you at the, uh, at the convoy. Yes, uh, for the mug. For the mug, thank you. For the Back to David. It's Talon! I guess I can't get away with just a for the mug today, can I? No, not with me just giving you your promotion as well. Uh-oh, what promotion? I'm so worried. Ah, I see you sent you a message during the show. Do, do you've uh, been very sort of active and helpful over on Inara, along with the other new Inara commanders that have been lending a hand? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I think I've so. So you that. got your Inara promotion, so that you can you can help Inara for me, because yeah, I'm up to me. What's it's in admin things? Absolutely not a problem. Hopefully, it gives you the permission to do what you need to do. But it, uh, I've put you in so that you can um, publish and talk about events and things that are going on on behalf of the night shift. Excellent. Anyway, how the devil are you, sir? I am great. Any reports of me falling asleep while playing the game are highly exaggerated. Hey, I was there. You did fall asleep. Just deny, deny everything. I was just resting my eyes very loudly, okay? That's what oh, there wasn't snoring, was there? It's it was it was this while in combat? You know, you just sort of parked the ship and pew pew went on round you turrets and things. No, no, no. I was I uh, I was uh, guardian thing hunting uh, in with with all the signal sources and stuff. And um, I think that particular time I had uh, uh, used my super cruise assist to super cruise into um, the 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 uh, station and fly into the station. And I woke up to a rebuy screen. Ouch. Oops, yeah, oops. talk to Snark3D. He has a uh, audio recording of Karen uh, snapping. 
I, I think you might need to send some information to the apology officer on this one. Um, in addition, I would also like to add that after going through my video records, I also discovered that on my very first run to Hutton Orbital, it was Terran who was asleep on the path. Oh, so this is, we're now getting a trend here, Terran. No. I anyway, so really long. so so what? I mean, obviously, what what activities have you been up to up to with your eyes um, resting? Well, 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 you know, there was um, some some help required over in Hag Hole, and I'm I I generally don't I still don't really leave Hutton space, so I've just been puttering around and trying to uh, uh, take care of the BGS as best I can. So, and are you working on Leningrad and trying to uh, take over Leningrad? Uh, that's next on my list. I'm because uh, 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 you know that's PSPF. I've been uh, the, we had a few systems that were far too high that I uh, uh, decided to um, work for everyone else to try and make sure we didn't get another expansion. So. Not until we can identify where we want to expand to and if it's funny. We, we had a message, by the way, from another, <laughs> another player group. Um, I got contacted by uh, Walt Kerman. I don't know if you know Walt, but he's um, one of the very early BGS uh, heroes from back in the day, and he's, uh, his group owns about, I don't know, a million systems out on the edge of the edge of the bubble. And um, we were just sort of talking BGS. We, hey, you know, we finally, we're going after Hack Hole. I said, you guys are going after Hack Hole? I said, yeah, yeah. I said, no, um, when are you going to do that? I said, no, we've got it already. We've won. He said, what, you've taken Hack Hole? And apparently it's been on the hit list of quite a few player groups for a while, and nobody else has managed to expand out there yet and win it. And he said, oh, I don't know, you might have a fight on your hands there. No, no, we won't. It's ours. We've got a flag. We put a flag in the hag hole, and it's a mighty flag. Yes, there's there's nothing more uh, satisfying than telling people to go take a load and drop it in a hag hole. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that, yes, um, you can't have the hag hole. We're blockading the hag hole. Oh, I mean, the jokes just are endless. That's why we want Yes, it. they are. But yes, apparently we, we there was another player group which is part of the coalition he's part of that were trying to expand in that direction and hadn't quite managed it before we took it over. So I, I did have to chuckle. Our BGS team's better than his. Nin, 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 nin. Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree that uh, the guys doing the BGS are some are really top-notch, so I totally agree with that. Yep, and are you going to be joining us uh, next Saturday? It's going to be, what, around lunchtime for you, isn't it? It is around lunchtime, and I do believe that is, uh, yes, I am, I think. Fantastic. And do you have a wing yet? Um, yes, but I'm not sure what my wing's doing, because I'm a little behind on everything at the moment. Well, that's fine. We'll uh, look forward to seeing you there next Saturday, then. Indeed, and with that, for the mug, I'm going to get back to work. Thank you for coming to join us. So I get the last interview of the evening... And it's our very good friend, Waz. How the devil are you? I've been okay. Did a bit of work in Haghole as well. And then I got sent to Leningrad, where somehow one of our commanders goes crashing into the ring, and where I can pilot safely and get to the station. Don't know how. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the, the planet was the wrong way up. Yeah, you sure you didn't close your eyes when you were flying? Well, it was two in the morning after after 7,000 light years of jumping. I was very eager to get there. Okay. <laughs> and anything else of interest to the class? I've just been plodding around doing my real life as well. 
Well, I did blow myself up to try and get back because I was wondering what was going on with my save file. My computer didn't decide to save, do a save file. And I blew myself with 44 million uns, undiscovered explorer data plus whatever bonuses are it. Oh, well, that'll be another trip to go back out and get that again. Oh, I hate that. I don't mind. I can just, re I can just retrace my route or just do a different route and go, I'll get that back in time. It's the time rather than the money, isn't it? Oh. But, sometimes, but sometimes go out and the black is quite quiet. Yeah, I I did it for about four or five months. Once and I I was on my way back and I did it economical route. That takes a long time. You don't have to go very far to come back economical and, and use up time. That, that's it for me for the mug. Thank you. Okay, well, that's the end of the green room for this evening, and uh, we're heading towards the end of the show. So, um, I think, uh, Mr. Ventura, we're going we're to stay down here to do the end of the show bit, maybe, or do you want to run upstairs so you've got some peace and quiet to mash buttons? Whatever suits you. I'm happy I tell you what, should, should we run upstairs with the team? Let's um, quickly swap the green room feed in here. Let's run next door and slam the door, and then we'll be back down in a second um, with, well, yeah, <clears throat> with some, some music for you guys in the green room feed. So, um, quick. Run upstairs. Well, I, th I think I think we're back up here. Is it safe? Lock the door quick. And we have a guest from Folkotook. Oh, we do, we do, we do. Go on, go on. Okay. Um, it is the random one. He thinks he's got two guesses. The Bento Balls Convoy. First world problems. Truckers will have problems with the pirates show you the way you'll be shown the way after each jump with the next location feel good ink feels good to pwp take me out take out the pirates before they take me out or keeping your first world problems in perspective will show you the way to feel good when life problems try to take you out but he concludes with i think mr dusty wins on the basis i'm a big fan of mr dusty <clears throat> then i i think this week's winner i think we're going to have to state is litho breaker again but only because i'm a fan of mr dusty yeah right does anybody else have anything to add or are we just going to uh, head towards the end of the show no maybe no no well i don't know i mean have we got any i'm just going to check <clears throat> flossy have you have you got the pan handy uh yeah hang on a second i'm just checking whether i've got the pan handy yeah it's there somewhere no i've lost the pan Oh no! I believe. Oh, there it is. And so you've um, got the pan. Ow, yes. Did you hear that what one? What did I do this time? Is it coming through from my sound? That's the question. No, it isn't. Extremely quiet. No, far too quiet. Well, my pan's broken. The handle fell off. Okay. Well, look. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you very much to our listeners, to those people in the green room, to everybody who was guessing. That's you, Litho Breaker, and Defolco took because I bullied him into doing so. Um, we are doing another show. Guess what? Next week, Thursday evening, twenty thirty-ish, which is um, probably when we're going to be prepping um, for loading up with balls. So we may be doing a live uh, balls show. <laughs> Um, so we, we might be doing some stunt flying at the same time. So it may not be the, the usual structure. We may just be yeah, loading up um, over at Bento. But we'll plan that during the week. Um, so it remains just to say thank you very much, everybody. Um, good night. And um, we're going to go over to the Happy Mondays um, uh, with uh, Step On. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger?
Mr. Dusty. Give me your trash. Later.